Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? I am well, and yourself? Oh, I'm okay. You want to tell me how wonderful the weather there is in uh, the Plex? Yeah, we're waiting on a storm to roll in, but it is in the mid-60s at least, but it's going to be real nice this weekend. Oh, well, good for you. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, so... There you go. No, no envy at all. I'm, 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 I'm great. Uh, so, so thanks for asking. Not, 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 not uh, upset about having snow this week at all. Yeah, we got a lot back home in Indiana. It was pretty. Yeah, the picture. Quite picture, pictures were were pretty, pretty ugly there for a couple of days. Yeah. So, uh, at the end of April that you've got. Uh, I, at least uh, covering the ground kind of snow. I don't know if you call it measurable, and I think it melted fast enough. Nobody really had to shovel, but uh, yeah. it, it ain't pretty. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so let's get off the weather. You know what today is, right, John? Uh, April twenty third. That's good, John. And you know what April twenty third is? Just, no. just go. Yeah, just go with no, John. You stand no chance on this one. It's it's of course William Shakespeare's birthday. Oh, I can't believe I forgot that. You can't believe yeah, I I can't either, John. So uh, one of my Twitter feeds uh, had uh, I think it was the National Theatre in London, uh, a group of actors in pairs playing the quiz. Is this line from William Shakespeare or is it from Taylor Swift? So, which uh, which which uh, you know. Uh, it, it's at least it's funny, especially when the guy who's been playing Romeo uh, for a year uh, is asked the question: uh, Is the line "Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone" uh, is that Taylor Swift or is that Shakespeare? And even John knows the answer to that one. So uh, yeah, that's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift, and uh, when he he says Shakespeare, the actress who's been working with him says. Uh, doofus, uh, you've been playing Romeo for a year. Has that line been in the play? Oh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. So anyway, it's kind of, kind of funny. I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess Taylor Swift is a, is a good one to choose, but it just goes to show the quality of nerd stuff that's in my Twitter feed, huh? Yeah. Yeah. High quality stuff. High quality nerd stuff. Speaking of nerd stuff, uh, John, it's Oscar weekend. Yes. Which is a lot later than it's been for years, uh, for reasons that I guess have to do with COVID. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I just probably want to start, John, we've talked about the Oscars uh, on podcasts before. I have not seen a single Best Picture nominee this year. Me neither. Okay, so we, uh, we're, we're lame, John. I mean, I have seen some of the animated ones. Is that right? So, which animated ones have you seen, John? I have seen um, Soul. Oh, okay. And Onward. Onward, okay. Uh, okay, I, I, va- I vaguely remember the ads for Soul, and, and I do not know that I remember Onward, but uh, that's. Onward is about uh, two brothers that go on to seek a. Is that the one where their father's chopped in half? Yeah, he the spell only works partly, and he doesn't get fully developed, and he's gonna disappear in twenty four hours. And 
So they go on a quest to try and find this gem that they need to uh, use the magic. Yeah. It's, it's good. They're both good. They're both, Soul's really good, too. Uh-huh. Soul's got some good jazz music in it, really good jazz music in it. Wow, yeah, wow. All, all I can do is, is remind my audience that John likes everything. So, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, it is interesting that you've seen two animated nominees, but not, none of the uh, the non-animated nominees, John. So, uh, uh, so, so, John, you got anything to say about any of the nominees? Uh, in, in, you uh, you excited about any of them and look, you got them uh, pinned for you to look at uh, when you get a chance? Uh, Nomadland looks pretty decent, and Promising Young Woman looks pretty good. Yes, um, well, I get. I guess the reason I I have not seen uh, Promising Young Woman is. Uh, there is kind of a rule in this household not to pay nineteen ninety nine uh, for for a, a film, and uh, yeah, uh, I suspect that's why we haven't seen more than we have, right, John? That a lot of these have been uh, released simultaneously in theaters and, and in streaming services, but only if you pay extra for them. Yeah, I think you can see Judas and the Black Messiah on Netflix, can't you? Maybe. I, I, I do not. I, I, I cannot claim to know. So. And then Nomadland. I like Francis Dorman. McDorman a lot, so. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, uh, the previews I have seen of No Man Land, um, I, 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 we will have to be out of COVID before I can watch it because I'm, I, I need something more uplifting and it looks like it's going to be. <laughs> Right. It doesn't look. Yeah, it doesn't look like a feel-good film. No, it does not. No, no. I, I, I need more. Since I've been sitting at home for 15 months, uh, I, I need more feel-good and not. Uh, I don't need anything else to depress me, John. So, uh, so, so, John, we're going to use that as a segue to the NFL draft because you know I'm a Bears fan, and there's nothing more depressing than what the Bears are about to do. Has uh, 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 I, I forwarded you that that uh, film uh, people somebody made right John of uh, of what it says about you if you're this NFL team fan? Yeah, actually, I think I sent it to you. Oh, did yes. you say? Oh, okay, all right, all right, okay. Because Cowboys was number one, and and as I remember right, it, it showed lack of imagination and a lot of other yeah. things. Being a Cowboys yeah. fan. And you're and, probably a Yankees fan too, which I am a Cowboys fan, and I hate the Yankees. So that was and that Duke. Was I think it was uh, Yankees and Duke. And Duke, and yeah. I don't like either of those teams. But but so you 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 didn't feel like it was speaking to you so much, huh, John? No, but how that Bears one hit hit a little yeah, too close. To yeah, home. hit a little too close to home. Uh, a depressed uh, a masochist. Uh, yes, is uh, is pretty much yeah. That that's a Bears fan. Yeah, so. Uh, if 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 we weren't, we wouldn't root for them. Uh, so I, I have I have no hope that they're going to do the right thing, whatever that might be. Uh, and so uh, let let's push on, John. Uh, the the draft is Thursday before we come on at least the first round before we're on again. Um, I don't it, every year they they turn it into some sort of scramble, John. But I guess the scramble this year has been pushed down to 
I guess the third pick, everybody acts like they're sure of the second, which I find interesting. But definitely the number one pick. Jacksonville has the first pick. They need a quarterback. And the guy coming out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, everybody has rated highly heads and tails above everybody else on a quarterback list. Uh, so he is a certain number one uh, to the Jaguars, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, I, I heard somebody kind of questioning Trevor Lawrence uh, in comparison with other number one picks who've come out and, and done things. Uh, do you have any doubt that he will be a good NFL quarterback? Well, I think there's always doubt, but do I think he's the overwhelming number one overall pick? Yes. No, 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 I, no, I think, I think everybody's okay with that, but I, I've heard people say they're, they're taking him, but it's not, he's not Andrew Luck. He's not a sure bet uh, pro that he's, I guess uh, his release is not uh, as quick as they, they might like it. He's a little gawky, and, uh, well, I guess his arm strength isn't. It's strong enough, but it's not, you know, awesome NFL scary arm strength. So No, and, you know, the guy whose stock is rising is um, Zach Wilson. Right. Who's got an amazing arm. I uh, guess, yeah. Having never seen him play, I can't can't say that, but okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, they're, right now, they're pretty much projecting the first four picks are going to be four QBs. So, maybe the exception of uh, uh, the Dolphins, if they move up and take uh, Kyle Pitts. Oh, I, 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 every, everything I've seen has Atlanta taking Pitts fourth. See, I got, well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. I've got, I'm looking at Kuiper's draft, and he's got Miami and Atlanta swapping. Miami moves up, takes Pitts at four. The Bengals take Sewell, the stud offensive tackle. Yeah, and then the Falcons take Trey Lance at six. Okay, but why? Why would? Why? 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 Okay, so so Kuiper is uh, doing fantasy stuff, uh, swapping picks that there's no need to swap. Uh, I mean, uh, what is Atlanta get? Never mind. Okay, so uh, Pitts, who is a tight end out of Florida, looks like he is the object of a lot of desire early on, right? He's, yeah, he has skyrocketed up the draft board. Right. And then, as you said, Sewell, who is out of Oregon, but I think set the year out. Correct. Uh, is a massive offensive tackle who people think is a great pass protector for the left side for the next 15 years. So, um, but, but uh, Wilson at two. What do you think of that, John? Well, I mean, they traded away Donald, so... Wilson, not Fields. Yeah, I think Wilson's got the he's got the most upside. Okay, well, th- th- these are the questions. I, as I said, it, it seems to be a bigger question: what, who the Niners are going to take with the three, uh, 
and I've seen I've seen articles debating whether it should be Fields or whether it should be Jones from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I will summarize and see if this is what you've heard. Uh, they think Fields has more upside in the long run. Uh, he's more athletic and maybe has greater arm strength. But uh, Jones uh, is the uh, polished quality, uh, can walk in on day one and win games and maybe playoff games kind of caliber, though his upside in the long run is not as good. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how the San Francisco's offense this year, I mean, their defense was good last year. They don't really need a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball. And they got Lafleur, which not the Lafleur from Green Bay, but his brother as their OC, and they're going to be running like the apparently the most simplest offense there is to run, and it's it's virtually unstoppable. And you know you could plug in anybody in that position. So if you're thinking that. Fields has a higher long-term upside, and you can plug him into a simplistic offense that can make him look decent for a year or two while he develops into a big league NFL quarterback. I would take him if that's what you believe. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I tend to agree that Mac Jones is probably ready to start day one where maybe Fields needs – Yes, well, this goes back as it so often does, and this is why the Bears suck so bad at it, is uh, internal evaluation of talent and, and what you have. And uh, just to kind of frame it uh, in, in an obvious brother's way, uh, if the 49ers believe they're going to win now, I don't think you could take fields. But if you are, are thinking we'll be good in a year or two years, uh, and make a Super Bowl run. I think you take Fields, but uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm not their evaluator. But they did just go to the Super Bowl just a year ago, and you would, I think, they have the talent on the team to go again uh, with a healthy, quality quarterback. And so, I, I don't know. I, I'm at least interested to see if they don't go ahead and take Jones and see what that brings them. And that, that would also you know, where does Fields fall to then uh, if that's what happens? Uh, I mean, some have Lance going before Fields. Right, well. Some have Fields going next. Well, um, there are questions. There seem to be, you know, Fields seems to be this year's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if, just to use one example, uh, every year there's some guy who, Suddenly, as you get in the last month before the draft, uh, there's buzz that this person, you know, isn't the quality person you should be taking for this reason or that. So, uh, right. right. So, and he seems to be, uh, his stock has not been solid. And of course, I, I don't know if you heard this. I only heard it yesterday. But it came out yesterday that he's epileptic, uh, and and so. Um, I, I did not hear that. Uh, yeah, and you know I heard it, and the, the, there was brief discussion. 
about whether this can't be a secret. He's been to, you know, football camps and stuff all his life uh, with, with people who are actually, you know, scouts and, you know, quarterback gurus and everybody. And you can't go to a camp like that without telling them things like that, right? So, yeah, that's kind of a uh, need to know medical information. For right. Yeah. Anywhere. Right. You 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 can't you can't keep that. You, you, well, you know I, you know obviously there are uh, legal HIPAA things, but it, it's not like yesterday is the first time NFL teams would have heard it who were interested in, in him. I would think, and it hasn't. Hasn't bought, you know, hasn't shown up in any way that I know of uh, in his career yet, and it's it might be insignificant uh, uh, overall, but still, it's you know, it's something, right? Yeah, right. something. Right. So yeah, uh, so it, I let's go. I don't know who San Francisco takes uh, is the bottom line. I think that's part of the mystery of all this. But you you brought up Atlanta. Why doesn't Atlanta take a quarterback at four? Okay, well let's I guess let's say that Miami wants Pitts, so they move up two spots to get him. Atlanta can drop two spots because Cincinnati's not taking a QB. They got their guy with Burrow, and then they can still get the QB that they were going to pick at four. Okay. Whereas maybe Miami is scared that Atlanta takes pits or Cincinnati takes pits and gives Burrow a huge weapon to have on his offense. I don't know. I mean, that's just, I guess, the way I would look at it. I guess. I, I, I guess it depends upon how badly Miami wants pits, huh? And if Atlanta moves down two spots and still get the QB that they wanted, that they could have got at four, then it's kind of a win-win for them, and they pick up some draft stock. Right. Okay. I, it makes sense to me now, but I guess my point was Matt Ryan is almost as old as you are. They need to be picking a quarterback. Yeah, and I think they will, whether they pick it at four or six. Okay. And we don't think Detroit's taking a quarterback at seven. No, they're going to take a wide receiver. Okay. Uh, but Denver at, at nine will be taking a quarterback. No. No? I don't think they do. No? I think they go defense. They don't have a freaking quarterback. They got Drew Locke. There's nothing wrong with Drew Locke. Well, that's okay. So, so uh, is Dallas taking a quarterback at 10? No. No. <laughs> Okay, I, I just thought I'd float that one. So, so, so there, there are some questions about the top, top uh, five or so picks, huh, John? Well, I'd say there's questions about three through seven, but I don't think there's questions about one and two. Right. It seems for, for reasons I'm, I'm not sure that I, I can quite agree with or understand. The Jets are locked into Wilson at two. Uh, but, uh, you know, Wilson's only started, what, 15 games? And at BYU, uh, I, yeah, not a big sample size to be giving the number two pick. And since you've co- traded away your number one quarterback, you're pretty much giving him the team, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Right. 
So, all right. So uh, th there is uh, the uh, NFL early NFL draft, and uh, I, I have you know I, I have never I haven't watched it maybe ever, but you know I'll probably I'll have my phone ready looking at the you know the scroll right, John. Yeah, you get the notifications every time a pick is made. Cause and who's watching it? I, I don't. I mean, I've watched it. You know, the first round is usually about the only round I watch. But you know, the over anal yeah. analysis, over analysis of the talking heads and talking about this guy and Kuiper and McShay and used to be Berman. Um, you know, they just kind of get it gets a little annoying after about. 10 minutes so well and and especially with the top guys like trevor lawrence is not an unknown quantity so right uh it, it's not exactly like uh they're they're breaking news here about him and uh you know you, you know wilson's gonna be the number two who's a lot less known so i guess you can talk about his byu career and blah 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 and why he moved to two right but you, you might have a half hour to kill right Oh, oh hold it! You ruined Thursday night, John. Don't do this. Yeah, yeah. He moved right. from a top twenty pick to a top five pick after his. He did have a pretty good pro day, but. Yeah, what's that mean? Yeah, the underwear Olympics, as Mike Golick used to always call it. Right, Mike. Mike Golick was a, a, a senior. Is a big disdainer of the thing that. What What does it mean to run around in your gym shorts? Uh, it doesn't prove you're a football player, but. Uh, that's one man's opinion and it, it's gotten to be sort of a, it's a cottage industry or bigger than that with the NFL. Uh, they've now gotten where they move it from city to city every year because, uh, it, it generates, uh, interest and income. So, uh, amazing world. Yes. NFL, NFL rules, John. Yeah, that is for sure. Speaking speaking of ruling, John, uh, the uh, how much you want to talk about the U European Super League? <laughs> uh, I can listen to you talk about it. Well, well, now, John, you you, you know probably almost as much as I do, John. But uh, what did it last? Forty eight hours. Um, oh, that thing! No, it didn't. It didn't. No, no, it, it, it crashed, crashed, uh, and, and interesting, John, John, for those of you who weren't paying attention, uh, 12 of the big, I, I, and I'm using air quotes, John, the big teams in European uh, club soccer announced Sunday that they were going to create a league uh, to play games that I don't understand why, so this is why John doesn't understand either. But anyway, they announced it like 11.30 Sunday night. Isn't that a bad sign, John? Yep. Yep. And then by Tuesday afternoon, uh, almost everybody had backed out uh, after massive media and fan uh, backlash, right? Yep. Yeah. So it was uh, a... Uh, the the uh, everything I've read has been that uh, the uh, a number of the owners uh, got together and were worried about or thought they could make more money 
uh, and did not consider all the other parts of the puzzle, uh, like how much their fans would be pissed off at such a thing. Uh, and, uh, of course, one out well, more than one analysis was, uh, why do these teams that, uh, in, in, from England who were getting in, several of them have not been shit for years. So, uh, how, how are they the ones getting into the super league? Uh, but that's, uh, you know, that's kind of like, uh, the Yankees, uh, you know, haven't won a world series in how long. But, uh, you know, they would be the big name in any such thing if baseball were to go in that direction. Uh, you, right. d- you don't have to have won recently to be a big deal. So uh, so that's uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, a piece. kind of a greedy, greedy move by the owners. and PR, PR the disaster, for, yeah. Good on the fans for causing the revolution that they did. It'd be interesting to see how... Uh, the NFL would react if, if you know, fans kind of held an uproar like that and see what, what would happen. Yeah, well, I think the NFL is savvy enough not to step on their fans quite that bad. But yeah. I, I, Are they? Well, they have a reputation for being pretty savvy, John. So, uh, Which re- reminds me, John, I saw a funny, a funny tweet. Uh, about the Padres, yeah, okay. that, yeah, uh, uh, that that uh, the L A. the people in L A. were surprised to find out they still played in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and and it's way it's way too true, right? Yeah, I mean, right. both the both the Clippers and the Chargers are now in. Uh, in LA, it's just maybe a matter of time. But uh, anyway, so uh, I, I guess that, that was me with the association of ideas there, John, that uh, the whole uh, LA thing with the NFL is probably their worst PR move. Uh, and they've seemed to have uh, survived it at this point. Uh, yeah, they built a multi billion dollar stadium. Uh, yeah, somebody did. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, both teams are playing in it. It's a beautiful stadium too. So yes, it is. So so speaking of the Yankees, John, and this is a generic question, but uh, the Yankees uh, on, on talk radio is the one they talk about. Uh, how deep in the season do you have to go before you start panicking about how your team's doing in in baseball, John? Oh, a lot further than eighteen games, but I do find it quite humorous that they're last in their division. Yeah, well, I I think they won last night. Uh, they were ahead yep. in the ninth anyway, so that makes them seven and eleven. So uh, it is. Uh, I, I I you know uh, I I listen to just a little talk radio every day uh, on on Sirius. Unlike you, who listens to the locals. I think as much as anything. But but yep. uh, the talk the talk was whether Boone Boone should be fired and Cashman fired. And they should be trading for X, Y, and Z uh, because of this. And it's like, as you say, 18, 19 games in, it's like, are you, you really? You know? I, I mean, I, they are the Yankees. I mean, of course they're going to freak out and panic, you know, especially when Boston's in first place. Well, so yeah. Makes yeah. It the, just a little bit more. 
Right, right. Uh, the, Boston, it it, uh, it really, Shockingly. really, really chokes chokes them when Boston, who wasn't supposed to be shit, is in first place uh, ahead of them, and they're in last place. But uh, uh, well, well, let let ask me. Uh, this is April twenty third, Shakespeare's birthday, uh, and uh, okay, three months from now is July twenty third. Uh, uh, before I think the trade deadline, Let, let's see where the standings are then, right, John? Yeah, yeah, that would be a, even a month from now. I mean, even at the end of May, let's see where the standings are. I mean, you're four. I mean, they're in last place in a division. They're only four games back, so it's not like oh my god, you know, you got another hundred and right that, bunch of hundreds, and they, a bunch of games to play. They have played uh, the Blue Jays and the Rays a few times, so they have yet to play the Red Sox. So, uh, at least, uh, you know, without looking at the schedule, I, I, I look at the scores regularly, and I did, I'm pretty sure they have not played the Red, Red Sox. So, there could be games made up very quickly. So, uh, Let's yeah. see, when is the first big series? Yes, because you know, for years that's been the only series that has mattered to uh, uh, the networks. So uh, yep. I'm sure we'll get every game on on uh, some national platform. Wow, they don't play Boston until June. Really? Okay. Yeah. So June for, for 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 once for once they did not front load the Boston Yankees uh, uh, schedule, huh? That's no, they've got it absolutely blasted with uh, Toronto, Baltimore, and Tampa Bay, though. Yeah. They played Baltimore one, two, two more times before they played Boston. They played Tampa one, two more times, and they've right. already played them twice. Right, so, so it'll be four series. Toronto. Yeah, four series against the Rays before they play the Red Sox. So. And they yeah. got one more series with Toronto, which is makes it three right so yeah I, I knew I knew they'd I knew they'd play Toronto two series uh, but uh, okay so yes it, it's too early to, to pan, panic huh John yeah I yeah. would say that that means that the second half of the season they are yeah they are loaded with Boston series right Pro- probably yeah one one weekend in one place one in another and they'll do it again the next month. So, so John, uh, we we are. It is only what'd you say, eighteen games in, and it's too early. But you and I are going to have a, con- a conversation, I think, uh, often uh, about baseball this year. About which of us has the worst hitting team. Uh, <laughs> so, I I, I just uh, it, it is Friday, uh, as we all know, uh, John, and uh, the Cardinals are coming off. Uh, they lost one to nothing in Washington on Wednesday, uh, and three to two the night before. You do not win a lot of games with two runs over two games, John. No, no. But they have scored eighty-four runs or eighty-five runs. Well, they scored fourteen uh, the one night uh, this week. So, uh, and and let me, I, I I will I will you know your your sister. Uh, rightly gets a lot of credit for for generating uh, sports rules. She has a rule about that that if you score too many runs in a game, you, you don't win. Definitely the next day, and maybe even you know a couple days because you're wasting runs at some point. You know, you just 
you're just burning them, John. When you go to 14, uh, unlike, uh, although yesterday the Diamondbacks needed 14, uh, when you score 14, you're, you're probably wasting six, seven, eight runs, right, John? Yeah, and the Cubs in the last one, two, three, four, five games, they've scored 13 runs in one game and 16 runs in another. Yeah. They beat the Braves 13 to 4, turn around and lose 13 to 4 the next day. Yeah. And then beat the Mets 16 to 4 and then turned around and won 4 to 3. Yeah, I saw I saw the four, yeah. But see that's not that's not good, John. You, you, you know, uh, I thought you were going to follow up with a, getting shut out the day after scoring 13. But I am you, actually no? shocked that they didn't get shut out. Well, yeah. Well, especially the Mets have some guys who can shut you out, so um, yeah, sweep of the Mets. Yeah, uh, you you and I are often anti-Met, so we we can be anti-Met again, right, John? Yes. So so, John, you did you see the Diamondback Reds game and score yesterday? I did not. Fourteen eleven in, in extra innings. The 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 Diamondbacks scored six in the top of the tenth. I know the Reds hit six home runs. I don't know how many of the Diamondbacks ended up hitting. What do, what do you what do you call that, John? Uh, Two touchdowns versus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know I know what your your sister always uh, uh, with, with dripping irony calls that a pitcher's duel, John. Yeah. 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 That's a. A touchdown, two touchdowns versus a touchdown, a two-point conversion, and a, and a juggle, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you did. You just, uh, it's the kind of thing you, you watch intently uh, in, in baseball. Oh, it's not football. Yeah, baseball. So uh, there there we are. So, John, wait, you know, we're, we're in uh, kind of floggy season here. Uh, and I know you probably have guests again, but uh, what what's your uh, TV itinerary for the weekend? Getting caught up on series, I think. Um, if the if the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is all done, then I think I'm gonna might binge watch that. Oh, okay. So you're you're taught. Okay, this is the uh, Captain America spinoff series out of Marvel. Yes, post Avengers Endgame with uh, the Falcon and Bucky as the win- you know, as the Winter Soldier. Right. But but you want you want you 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 want to binge the whole thing. You don't want to wait for an episode to come out, huh? Right. Which I did the same thing with Wandavision as well. Oh, oh was Wandavision any good? Mm, depends on what you expected it to be. It was good as far as information and setting up the timeline for the future of um, the MCU. As far as <laughs> action, there was no action. I mean, it was very little action. It was just a lot of weird. Um, flashbacks with uh, Wanda and of course Vision and um, you know of course Vision is actually dead in real life spoiler alert if you don't know this you're yeah. living under uh, a rock I, I did not I did not I no I didn't know that so I, yeah. I don't know who Vision is either so that, that probably is part of it yeah and uh, I, so I, Wanda Wanda, after Vision dies, she goes to this place and she actually creates this fictional world that she has a a mind meld on all these people in this town and and uh, basically forces them to live in her 
alternate reality where vision is real and it starts off and they she grew up watching all these um sitcoms from you know the brady bunch to right. the dick by and dykes show to and so they're each episode of seven or eight or however many there was it transitions into another it's a sick, um, series. sitcom right okay yeah. sitcom series that you will recognize you know you recognize their house ends up looking a little bit like they're kind of acting like the brady bunch and then they're acting like dick van dyke where they're yeah okay that sounds bizarre uh, I, I saw somebody in a thumbnail said it was uh, it was uh, the the, uh, the the Avengers uh, crossed with Bewitched, so uh, I I I thought that was an intriguing. I wondered how that worked in real life. So uh, okay, so WandaVision, and I just want to point out to my my audience. Uh, I earlier said John likes everything. And he did not come out and say he actually liked that. So I, I'm marking that down. So, uh, right, John? John? Oh, sorry. The cat um, put me on mute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John? John? Are you there, John? Yeah. <laughs> She, she likes to do things like that. So, so John, you did not actually say you liked it. Um, it was inter- interesting. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Okay. So there you go, people. There, there is John for once not liking something. So that's a red letter day. So we'll we'll move on. So John, you, you don't have any sports marked. You're not uh, watching. Is- you're not watching the New Orleans Open. There's not an NBA game. Uh, the Cubs are playing somebody shitty this weekend. N- nothing like that, huh? Well, I think the Mavs and Lakers play the second of their their game, their series tomorrow, which would be interesting since the Mavs won last night. So, yeah, I'm fairly interested in that game. Yes, but is LeBron playing? Did AD no, didn't AD didn't play last night, but he might play Sunday. Well, no, AD, AD played last night. Oh, the, last night was his first day back then. Yeah, he only played like seventeen minutes. But. Okay, okay, so that's that's good. And this is we we don't talk about it because we don't really go into the NBA a lot, John. But the whole who plays how many minutes in the NBA and so forth is just really has some people rankled by this. Uh, and yeah. and there you go. Uh, it's hard. I mean, you're you're pointing to that game tomorrow, John. You don't know who's really going to play. No, no. Um, yeah. And it's Sunday is the next game. Okay, right. I just uh, had it. And, and probably we, you brought tomorrow Saturday. Yeah. Uh, hey, John, you brought the NBA up. Steph Curry just had a r- hell of a run. Yeah, he's he's uh, he can shoot. He's not too shabby from outside, is he? No, the, no, the kid can shoot. Yes. Well, he won the three point shooting contest at the All Star game, and I guess. Uh, he got in his rhythm and has kept it till um, I, I've lost track of days. Just the last game he played, he did not break 30 after 11 30-point games in a row, which is a record uh, for somebody his age. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty impressive. It's, yeah, trying, trying, trying to will his team into the playoffs. I don't know what good it does them in the end, but uh, it, it, I guess it's better not being in the playoffs, right? 
Yeah, I mean, they, they moved him up into the 10 seed. Um, they lost last night, so uh, I don't know. Oh, I thought. Okay, is that is that the latest? They're in 10? Yep, they're in the 10 hole. Oh, okay. Well, Dallas is fighting for that six coveted six spot, so they want to play this stupid play-in tournament. Right. So I, I think I think Steph's Steph, if they get into the ten, uh, they they feel like they might be able to win that first series and then go from there. But uh, yeah, that'd be an interesting series, them and the Spurs. If it stays as it is right now, Mavs would play the Grizzlies. Yeah. San Antonio plays the Spurs, which doesn't make sense either. Why would the 9-10 and the 7-8 play? Why wouldn't the 7-10 play and the 8-9 play? I don't know. The whole play-in thing doesn't make sense to me. Well, there you go. Uh, they, they clearly didn't ask either one of us, right, John? Right. I mean, why don't we have the 9-10 play right. a game and the 8, then the winner of that gets to play the 8-8 seed on one day and on an extra rest. That makes it seem a little more fair to me but you know who am i yeah i'm obviously nobody well no you're obvious Actually, i don't know you're don't obvious know anybody John. that thinks it's i don't know anybody that thinks it's a good idea to play in series well probably guys on the nine and ten teams do john is it, why so they can go get smoked by the one seat well it gives them some chance dude you'd okay. rather do that that than sit at home I, I suppose. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, having cleared that up, John, uh, we we will call it a day. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Okay. So so Jan, uh, John, uh, have have fun with the Falcon and the uh, the winner winner, winner whatever, and uh, I, I hope he's a winner. Uh, and uh, so uh, have a good one. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your round of golf today. Okay. Thanks, bro. All right, bro.